fact, if it, I believe it'd be fitting to pray for him at the end of the service when, when the anointing's even stirred up even more because it's stirred up. Amen. You can't talk about Jesus coming with, with, and not get him stirred up. Amen. Not get the spirit stirred up. So uh, we have children's ministry for ages six months up to uh, the sixth grade or so. So if you're in that uh, age group, you can be dismissed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, there's just been a... You know, the Bible speaks of the spirit of Antichrist being in the land in these last days. And his design is to discredit the Word of God. Because that's, that's where all the power is. Amen. So he's, he's against that. And I remember people talking about the Antichrist and stuff. Y'all remember Gorbachev? When he was uh, the prime minister of Russia or whatever his title was. And he had a, he had a birthmark on his head. And I remember some preachers saying that was the mark of the beast and that, that he was the Antichrist. And then, I, then I heard some say that Obama was the Antichrist. <laughs> but I ain't heard nobody say Biden was the Antichrist. <laughs> uh, uh, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't he, I don't think he could meet the criteria, praise God. I don't know. Hallelujah. I don't believe he even knows who he is. Hallelujah. They have to tell him every time. Praise God forevermore. But uh, Jesus is coming soon, and we're looking for him. And, and now I've been talking about this, and, and, and Andrew gave some scriptures. And, and uh, 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 I've just got a lot I, that, that, that uh, I've mentioned a lot. And there's some that I, you know, I, I, I had to condense it this morning because I just got too much material. So this is not a made-up thing. This is a very real thing, but it's just amazing how uh, that we can forget and let things slip. Now, what should happen with the Christian? The Bible says the path of the just is as the bright and shining light. It gets brighter and brighter until the end. So what ought to happen is our discernment of scriptures when we read the word it ought to be more powerful and it ought to mean more and you ought to understand more when you've been in the Lord 20 years than when you've just been in the Lord 5 years I know that's certainly the way it's been with me uh, Tiffany was born in uh, February of 82 and so I rededicated my life when she was a toddler so I don't think it was the summer of 82 I think it was the summer of 83 it was the summer of 83 when I rededicated my life well it's almost the summer of of 23 so really when I say nearly 40 years you know I'm just a year off from that you know of, of walking with God seriously, loving God with all my heart, not half in and half out. I mean, I got faithful, and I stayed faithful till I got called in the ministry. And then what, what good is an unfaithful minister? <laughs> you know, hallelujah. How can you have church if the preacher stays home or, or, or does something else? Amen? And, and, and so been diligent. I've been diligent, and, and you know, you can't speak unless you're prepared. So, I, you know, I, I have to know a little something. have to study a little something. But you just begin to see things differently, and you begin to learn things. And now the Word of God, is, it's, it's all about the Word of God. It's all about the Word of God. You can't go away from the Word of God, but you've got to rightly discern what the Scripture is saying. Yes. Amen. And He's given us the Holy Ghost. He's the teacher. Jesus said he'll take the, the, the things of God and show them to you. The things of my Father, and he'll, sh he'll, he'll show them and re reveal them to us. So as we walk with the Spirit of God, we ought to be getting a keener sense of understanding. We've learned some things. Hopefully, you know, we need to, we're all going to make mistakes, but we need to all train ourselves to learn from those mistakes. Amen. 
and get better at everything we do. And then there's also the, the, the saying that I've had for years, and oh, how it's come to pass. If you're far away from a mountain, say you're 20 miles away from a mountain, you can see that big mountain up there. You can see the snow up at the top of it. You can see, you know, where it's green in one place and then blue and white in the other place. Well, that's the tree line. You know, you can see where the trees, when, once you get such a high altitude, trees don't grow because they need oxygen and there's just not enough. I'm talking about a big mountain. I'm not talking about a hill down here, down breeding. <laughs> I'm talking about a mountain. Hallelujah. Amen. But, but then as you begin to get closer, maybe you get 10 miles closer, it, it becomes a little bit more clear. And you can see little crefts in the rock and different things. And then when you get even closer, you can really see the trees and everything. You know, it's way up there. And as you start climbing up, you see all kinds of stuff. You see little caves and trails. And you might see a little deer or, or bear, you know. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully not too close to the bear. Amen. But then not only that, so the closer you get, the more detail you see. You understand but then you got to also understand the mountain has different sides one side could be totally different than the other side and so people see things differently amen and understand things differently and you know so as Christian people we got to understand and be patient and not expect everybody to follow the exact same path that you do and somebody may be saying one thing and and uh, they're way off and you know one thing that that uh, I don't like it irritates me if I let it I have to I have to turn the channel in my mind is when other Christians spend their whole lifetime criticizing other Christians and other ministers amen because God didn't say go in the world and call out everybody who's different than you he said go in the world and preach the gospel to every creature so there are some and the internet is full of them and you know, I don't know. God may blow up the Internet because it's, it's just ridiculous. And the sad part of it, about it is, is there's, don't get mad at me. There's some dummies out there who that will really trip them up. Yeah. Amen. And, you know, they're way down here. They're way back here, but they think they're way up there. Amen. And then again, we live in a generation. God help us. You know, we talk, you've heard people say, you know, well, in our neighborhood, and this was a long time ago, this wasn't, this wasn't a couple years ago, this was a long time ago, in our neighborhood, if you got in trouble at your, at your friend's house, his mama spanked your butt, you know, or his grandma did. You know what I'm saying? Nobody got away with nothing. But now you can't even tell a kid they're wrong about anything because it'll, it'll, it'll blow up their creativity. Amen. You can't tell them that they're wrong. You can't correct them. You can't instruct them. And what has happened, those little creatures are grown up and now they're the adults and now they're the ones sitting in the pews that don't want nobody to tell them nothing. That don't want anybody to give them instruction. But oh, we've never stopped needing instruction. We've never stopped needing the truth. And it goes back to this, everybody gets a trophy. And now, we, now we've got people, and, and you see it. If you can't see it, you're blind and you're, you're ignoring the truth. If they don't win, they're not happy. And it don't matter what the rules are. They want to redo, recount, and, and, and uh, change the rules to, you know, coup or impeach or, or whatever. And then if the other side tries to do anything different that's contrary to them, then they're guilty and they're monsters. Amen. Well, you know, oh, Jesus, help us. Amen. We got a mess going on because there's no discipline. And now, now my Bible says that God chastens the son whom he loveth. Amen. Now, if I have to go by that, there ain't never a father loved his son more than Harmon Parnell loved me. <laughs> Hallelujah. Because I got chastened. I knew what the belt was. I knew what punishment was. Amen. I knew what the rules were. And I, I, want, I, I had every desire to keep the rules. Amen. Because I knew what punishment was. But now, see, now we've gotten away, for that, away from that. And, and, and now we've got something in the body of Christ. I think it's very needful uh, because I study everything I, pertaining to the kingdom of heaven. I study history. Of, of revival of, uh, uh, 
know a lot about that and I'm very interested in it very interested in the miracle signs and wonders that used to take place it thrills me because I know the latter state of the house is going to be greater than the former and it's going to happen again and see some people that just turns them off in church wow you know because they're used if we want something we go to Walmart if we got a pain we go to the doctor amen that they don't understand trusting God for anything but what if Walmart's gone what if the doctor's gone what are you going to do then well the, you know I hope it never comes to that but they're going to be running down a preacher like me who knows something amen hallelujah and who will pray Lord we know you can do it if you will we'll anoint you with oil and put a cross on your forehead with oil and say if it be thy will that's not how the Bible tells us to pray and that's why, that's why you get the results that you get hallelujah and then when somebody does get results you're scared of them like there's something wrong with them no there's nothing wrong with them there's something right with them because they're doing the word of God heaven and earth will pass away but not one jot or tittle of this word will ever pass away so uh, it's essential that we understand uh, and, and I, hear, I hear several people several spirit filled ministers whom I consider generals have begun to touch on this again begin to bring it back because there really was a movement that it just wasn't popular to talk about the coming of the Lord it just wasn't popular and then there were some people coming and, and they started they started pre-trib post-trib uh, mid-trib you know uh, all kinds of different things and then somebody come out and said well the, 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 the rapture was a doctrine that just started uh, you know, in the early 1900s by some zealous people and it just caught on like wildfire. It, 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 it only started. It only started back then. Well, Andrew, you just read you those scriptures. How long how long you think those been in the Bible? And all the scriptures I've been talking about, how long you think those been in the Bible? It, 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 this isn't just a new thing that came along. Somebody might have got some light on it and said, hold on here, the Lord's trying to tell us something. Somebody may, somebody may have got close to the mountain in 20 miles you understand what I'm saying somebody might have been on a little journey and, and, and one thing I can tell you people like Smith Wigglesworth that found the miracle work and power of God uh, all the great ones uh, there were some before Smith Wigglesworth there was a city in, up around Chicago called Zion, Illinois and there was a man who got a great revelation from God they had miracle signs and wonders and he got such revelation on the word of God maybe he went too far but he built the city because he said the world is the world and the church is the church the church is the kingdom and we want to separate because you know you know hey they had saloons and saloon girls and all that stuff back there with Festus and gun smoke they knew what sin was in it was, that, that wasn't a new concept either so he had he built the city for God amen to try to keep all the bad out and, and put all the good in you know which you know you, you, that, that's a way of thinking I don't know that that was God, and I don't know if that will necessarily work. But he was heading in the right direction. But the man had miracles, signs, and wonders. And different ones did throughout time and history. And what happened is they saw God. They got a hold of God. They knew God. They made faith stands. Yes. Amen. They stood on their faith. Now, and, 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 and uh, the church always knew. I knew before I picked up my Bible. I knew before I ever got the Bible the night I rededicated. Now, I'd been reading it some. But uh, when I rededicated, I went home, I flushed all my dope, and I poured out all my booze. No preacher told me to do that. Mama didn't tell me to do that. Now, son, you're saved now. You go home and, and clean up your act and get all that stuff away. I, nobody told me that. I just knew something real happened to me. Something holy happened, and it didn't mix with that. And I chose this. I chose this on the inside rather than that. And there was a clash, and something had to give, and so it lost. Right. Amen. I made a decision. But now we got, we got people nowadays, these generations coming up, and they want to say they got Jesus and, 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 and all that and have all this worldly stuff too. Amen. Well, Sally's married to Susie, and they're both ordained ministers. Well, I, 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 that's a plan from hell to try to propagate the lie even more and make good people believe that lie. 
Amen. Because listen, good, bad, or indifferent, we're all subject to being deceived. We are. And we have to go by this word rightly divided, not, not really twisted real good. Or wisely. Uh, 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 geniusly. Twisted. Amen. Oh, it's right. Now, so the grace revelation came and we needed it because some of the legalistics had got into where if you don't have a relationship with God and all you got is rules, that's not fun. And so, but we're, we're, we're going to focus on getting the rules because the rules is really important and we let people lose out on relationship because maybe we've lost out on relationship. I'm, I'm, I'm just going to obey God. Uh, we've, we have had several generations of people in church who were more concerned about appearing spiritual than being spiritual. I'm more concerned about, do you think I'm spiritual than am I spiritual? Because listen, if you were concerned about, are you spiritual? You can get spiritual. It's not that hard. Amen. He said, ask and you shall receive, seek and you shall find, knock and it shall be open. But we've got so caught up, and, and actually denominations that started, Pentecostal denominations that started with miracle signs and wonders and powers, it's dissipated and disappeared. Because, because the people who had the relationship with God, who had the intimacy, died out of the way, and it fell into the hands of the people. Uh, well, we better act spiritual anyway. I want people to think I'm something, even if, I, even if I don't know what I am. Amen. And so we, 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 we got into the rut of trying to appear spiritual rather than trying to be spiritual, pursue and seeking to be spiritual. You understand what I'm saying? So uh, when, uh, when you don't really know him, then stuff can, can seem, seem legalistic. And maybe you're trying to teach your children your standards before your children know him. And see, that can be legalistic. I've heard a lot of people lately uh, say that, uh, well, I don't want anything to do with God. I don't want anything to do with religion because when I was a child, I grew up in a strict Christian home and I tried all that and I'm not interested. And they're, they're, they're dead set on going to hell. They don't believe, they're trying to say they don't believe in hell. But they're just, they've totally lost their minds because... Satan will transform himself into an angel of light. And if possible, he'd deceive the very elect. Amen. Let's look at Titus chapter 2. I've hit this, but I want to hit it again to start. Uh, talking about Jesus coming. Again, and this, this has a reference to it. Uh, For the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we should... Uh, you know, we're supposed to deny godliness and worldly lust, and we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present age. We should all live this way. Can I get a good amen? amen. Or oh me. Uh, looking, listen, looking for the blessed hope and glorious appearing of our, uh, of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. So here's one more to add to Andrew's list. Yeah. We're supposed to be looking for Jesus. And we're supposed to be concerned about how we live. And now I know because people tried to... Uh, Gerald Relford told me a long time ago because I was asking him... Uh, I got him to sit down one day and, and I unloaded on him. I mean, not, you know, in a good way. I picked his brain because he was that farther down the road than I, I was. Amen? I said, why? Because he was charismatic and I was coming out of legalistic Pentecostal and I wanted to know some things. How's this working? How's that work? And he said, he said, he told me this. He said, it's kind of like a rubber band. Stretch a rubber band out between your fingers. Or if I stretched a rubber band between me and Misty, right here, you know, and if somebody got out in the middle of it and pulled it this way, it's the, then the, the middle of the rubber band's way over here. But if you let it go, it's going to go, boing, going to go way over here. And then it's going to go, boing, and it's going to come back way over here. Not quite as far. Boing, not quite as far. Boing, not quite as far. Boing, 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 bo
Finally, it settles in the middle. And that's the way truth really is. We'll get all excited and all reared back on one side or the other and bounce, bounce, bounce back and forth, and we just got to settle down and get in the middle and find out where the truth is and, and uh, uh, handle those extremes. Those extremes are going to happen. Amen. We are go- you're getting ready to see. Don't be afraid. Nobody told me this stuff before I saw a demon-possessed person. You're going to see demon-possessed people beginning to manifest again because it's going to be time for them to be delivered. It's going to be the season for them to be delivered. And there will be manifestation of, of demons amongst people who are filled with the Spirit of God. And you're anointed and appointed. These signs shall follow them that believe. They'll cast out devils. In my name, they'll cast out devils. And it's a, it'll be a piece of cake to those who believe God, know God, those who've been taught properly. Listen, you don't have to act weird and do dramatic, crazy stuff on the Internet to get the devils cast out of somebody, to get the devils cast out of yourself. You can get them out of yourself. When you know, when you know something's too stubborn, you can, you, you, you can take authority over it yourself. Hallelujah. And then if you can't get it yourself, then there's all kinds of good people to help you. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Teaching us that we, denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we should live soberly, righteously, godly, this present age, looking for that blessed hope and glorious appearing of our great God and Savior Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us that he might redeem us from every lawless deed and purify for himself his own special people, zealous for good works. Speak these things and exhort and rebuke with all authority. Let no one despise you. So, so there's a group, there's a movement, and it, part of it is in the name of church growth. Preacher, if you tell everybody they're sinners every week, they're not going to come. You know, if you want them to come, you know, you got to do like Walmart and have some blue light specials. Amen, we're going to give a TV next, away next Sunday, and, and everybody, every time you come to church, you get, you, you get a new ticket. And then we're going to draw for a TV at the end of the month. Flat screen. Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, and, and they'll come. They'll come. Amen. But they won't listen to truth. So, so we compromise. And we think we call, we call it wisdom. Amen. Now we can speak the truth in love. Yeah, but there's, there, there, listen, there's coming a rising up among the people of God. They're going to be hungry for the truth. And this play with it stuff is not going to work. It's not going to satisfy them. There will be a people that will hunger for God and come running for the truth. Amen. I believe that in these last days, and and it's beginning to work. Things are going on right now that are crazy. Did y'all see the statue in Georgia that was called the American Stonehenge that was based on satanic and witchcraft rituals and I don't know lightning struck it or something and they had to tear it down hallelujah and then and then I I don't have time to go on this stuff because I really don't study but I do know about it I have heard about it there's a big hole in the ground in Europe Switzerland or somewhere that's called CERN C-E-R-N and it's witchcraft and really they're trying to dig portals to hell you think oh brother Randy you're crazy no there's pictures of it there's scientists that have come out and studied it it's all kinds of crazy stuff and it's all to do with the antichrist and it's all to do with the end of time and it's there and it's real amen you know things are going on we need to wake up and and uh, he said it'll be like the, it'll be like uh 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 the days of Noah, people eating and drinking and partying and giving in marriage, and they don't even know that the cloud came up. Amen. They don't even, and the preacher had been saying, one preacher had been saying, you know, the Lord's coming, the flood's coming. They didn't know what a flood was. And he said, that's the way it's going to be at the end. Everybody's going to be like this. Everybody's going to be doing their own thing, not paying attention. And, well, the church can't follow suit with them. The church has got to be the church. There's got to be a safe harbor. Amen. He said, speak these things, exhort and rebuke with all authority and let no one despise you. Somebody gets mad, that's just hallelujah. I heard, you know, seen something on Facebook said if somebody wants to leave your life, hold the door for them. <laughs> hallelujah. Well, that's for another, that's for another time. Amen. So Jesus is coming. Here's another one. Y'all want some more? 
evidence and proof of this. And so we can understand. And it tells us how to think when he's doing it. He's saying, listen, he's coming again. So you make sure that you're walking with God. You make sure that you're talking with God. You make sure that you know him. You make sure that you have a prayer life. Amen. You know, praying and feeding on the word of God is our spiritual nourishment. And your spiritual is more important than your natural. Amen. And, and now listen, I got up this morning, like I do every Sunday morning, I put on three eggs to boil. Because that's my Sunday morning breakfast. Because I don't want to be complicated with a bunch of stuff. And I'm r- a little bit concerned with my calories. I'd love to have biscuits and gravy and a whole big pile of stuff. Uh, or grits, oh my goodness. But I don't, because the calorie can count, you know. But every Sunday morning, three boiled eggs, put them on. Amen. And now I put some salt and some lemon pepper or something on them, and it's good. Have it with my coffee, and it gives me just enough nourishment to get through church. And then so when church is over and it's lunchtime, I'm ready to go again. But you know what? When lunchtime comes, I don't say, oh, shoot, I've got to eat lunch again. (laughs) Somebody hold my arm up behind my back and make me eat because I just don't want to eat. You're going to make me eat fried chicken. (laughs) Or if it was biscuits and gravy. I did have biscuits and gravy one day last week. (laughs) Hardy's got them for $1.99 in case you didn't know. (laughs) And they're not bad. But I I didn't say, oh, I didn't say, uh, oh, I got to eat these biscuits and gravies. (sighs) Got to do it. Got to do it. And see, we got, we got to be that way with the Word of God when it comes to feeding on the Word of God. you got to look just as forward to that as you do those biscuits and gravy. Yes, amen. amen. It's nourishment from heaven. It's strength for my soul. And, and, you got, and the Spirit of Antichrist hates that, but you got to, you got to beat that. And if you get knocked down, get back up. Yes. Don't quit. Don't give up. L- listen, the only people who aren't excited about their next meal, you're sick. Yes, right. Amen. There's something wrong with you. That's right. Amen. And, and, you know, Misty's been there. She couldn't eat. She wanted to eat, but she couldn't eat if she needed to kill her. So she had to have that tube. Yeah. Amen. You understand what I'm saying? We need to get ourselves to where we're feeding and hungry. And we love it. We love it. I love prayer time. I love praying. I love reading the Word. Amen. And just get a habit of it. Yes. And just keep pressing towards it. Keep pressing towards it. And you'll get closer to the mountain. Amen. It's some. They're farther away from the mountain than they was when they started. Amen. They're moonwalking. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. And that's why they'll fall for any person that says something kind of different. Well, Jesus said this. Matthew 25, verse 1. Then the kingdom of heaven shall be likened to ten virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Now five of them were wise and five were foolish. Those who were wise took their lamps and took no oil with them. But the wise took oil in their vessels with their lamps But while the bridegroom was delayed, they all slumbered and slept. And at midnight a cry was heard, Behold, the bridegroom is coming. Go out to meet him. Then all those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps. And the foolish said to the wise, Give us some some of your oil, for our lamps are going out. But the wise answered and and saying, No, uh, lest there should not be enough for us and for you, but go rather to those who sell and buy for yourselves. And while they went to buy, the bridegroom came. And those who were ready went in with him to the wedding, and the door was shut. And afterward, the other virgins came also, saying, Lord, open to us. But he answered and said, Assuredly, I say to you, I do not know you. Watch therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour in which the Son of Man is coming. This is a parable to tell us, stay connected to God. Because you don't know when he's going to come. Listen, you simple-minded. I'm making it plain. Amen. You can be a virgin. Virgin's a symbol of something pure. They were in. They were in the plan. They were in on it. But they didn't take the things of the kingdom seriously and played with it. But five did. And when the cry come, it's really happening. <laughs> that preacher was right. <laughs> you know, I thought he was just trying to scare us. <laughs> but he's really right. Can you give us some of your oil? Because we don't have enough to make it. No, we can't. Oh, my goodness. But he answered and said, Assuredly, I say to you, I do not know you. 
I do not. Maybe these were the ones who had everybody thinking they were spiritual. They were more concerned about what everybody thought than what they really had. Amen. We better get concerned about the right things. Hallelujah. Now, I read this, but I want to go back to it because I found some things that I just want to talk about. I don't want to preach on the church, but I, I, I do want you to get in your place. I do want you to be ready. There's a harvest coming. There's a harvest coming. Amen. And if you're out of place, it's not hard to get back in place. If, you, if you've skipped a meal or two and you've been sick and throwing up, amen, you can get tuned right back in, get your stomach healed, and start loving that good stuff again. Amen. Sweeter than honeycomb. Now, 2 Peter 3, verse 1 says, Beloved, now I write this second epistle, uh, in, in both my epistles, I, I, I was writing, to stir up your pure minds by way of reminder. Sometimes we need to be reminded of some things. That you may be mindful of the words which were spoken before by the holy prophets and of the commandments of us, the apostles of the Lord and Savior, knowing this, knowing this first, that scoffers will come in the last days, walking according to their own lust and saying, where is the promise of his coming? You know, you, you, you hear that. I've, I've seen people that, that it broke my heart. Kind of, if, if my heart could be broken. I can't, I'm, I'm spirit being. Amen. The joy of the Lord's my strength. But I mean, it's just sad. It's just sad how angry some of these people got over the Supreme Court decision. And, and I saw people say, I don't believe in your God. I don't believe in your Bible. I actually, actually heard one person say, GD your Bible. I don't care what it says. I don't care what it says. I don't care what's it, what's it going on. And listen, those of you who want to have one foot in the world and one foot out, and you know, maybe on somebody online, nobody here, I'm sure. But you want to have one foot in the world and be cool with everybody and then one foot in the church and be cool with everybody in, 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 in the church. What, what do you want? In, what do you, what, what, like Jesse Planner said, what in hell do you want? Amen. What do you want? Why, why do you care what they think? Amen. Knowing this first, that scoffers will come in the last days, walking according to their own lusts, and saying, "Where is the promise of His coming?" For since the Father fell asleep, all things continue as they were from the beginning of creation. For this. They willfully forget that by the word of God, heavens were of old and the earth standing out of water and in the water by which the world that then existed perished, being flooded with water. But the heavens and the earth, which are now preserved by the same word, are reserved for until the day of judgment and perdition of ungodly men. But, beloved, do not forget this one thing, that with the Lord one day is as a thousand years and a thousand years is a day. The Lord is not slack concerning his promises. Some count slackness. But long-suffering toward us, not willing that any would perish, but that all should come to repentance. So, so we know he's waiting for people to get saved. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night in which the heavens will pass away with the great noise and the elements. And all this stuff's going to come to pass. Like a thief in the night, it's going to come. We used to play hide-and-go-seek. Uh, everybody play hide-and-go-seek? Somebody counts, everybody hide. We count, you know, count to 100 or 25 or... Uh, Ready or not, here I come. You know, that's what it's going to be. Ready or not, here I come. Ready or not. I got preachers saying, be ready, be ready, be ready, be ready, be ready. But, you know, some people let things slide and slip and hide. Amen. Well, I found this bunch of scoffers in the Bible. Y'all want to hear it? James chapter 5. Come now... You rich, weep and howl for your miseries that are coming upon you. Your riches are corrupted and your garments are moth-eaten. Your gold and your silver are corroded and their corrosion will be a witness against you and will eat your flesh like fire. You have heaped up treasure in the last days. Indeed, the wages of the laborers who mowed your fields which you kept back by fraud, cry out. So he said, you didn't even pay, you were rich, but you didn't even pay your poor workers. 
wicked. You kept back by fraud. Cry out, and the cries of the reapers have reached the ears of the Lord of the Sabbath. You have lived on earth in pleasure and luxury. You have fattened your heart as in a day of slaughter. You have condemned. You have murdered the just. And he does not resist you. Now somebody said, why don't God stop this? Why ain't God stopped that? Why didn't God put a stop to this? He just didn't resist. Let it go on. It must be. It must be. Now we could, we could stop some things. Amen. Let's see something. Oh, we've been listening to some good stuff. One, th- one thing Terry Mize said at Pastor Nancy, I advise you to get Pastor Nancy's podcast and get uh, Terry Mize's message and get uh, Craig Fields' message and Bill Winston was there and it's all, it's all good. But Terry Mize said, you know, that there are a lot of Christians that don't believe that their faith has anything to do with how their life comes out. How you live your life. Amen. Whatever will be, will be. Amen. I, 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 I believe God watches over His Word to perform it. Amen. Amen. Watches over His Word to perform it. And I believe that what I'm believing is coming to pass. Amen. Hallelujah. You got tests, you got trials, everything go exactly like you want. Well, not, not, not exactly all the way yet. But I'm still here. I'm still in the game. I'm still holding His nail-scarred hand. And He's holding on to mine. And it ain't over till the fat lady sings. Amen. And, and she may be warming up, but she ain't sung yet. Hallelujah. She may have me, 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 somewhere. Hallelujah. She may be, be getting ready to bell her. Hallelujah. You have condemned and murdered the just, and he does not resist you. That's God. Now, verse 7, listen. Therefore, be patient, brethren. Now he changes who he's talking to. Now he's talking to us. Amen. Now he's talking to us. Brethren, sistren, therefore be patient. Be patient. Everybody say, be patient. patient. Therefore be patient, brethren, until the coming of the Lord. See how the farmer waits for the precious fruit of the earth, waiting patiently for it until it receives the early and latter rain. You also be patient. Establish your hearts for the coming of the Lord is at hand. Amen. Be patient. It's all going to be all right if you're trusting in Him. And now listen, Brother Hagin said, you know, and he always counseling younger ministers, he'd always try to, try, try to give them some, uh, make sense to them and said, listen, you don't want to get out ahead of God. Because if you get out ahead of God's plan for your life, then you're on your own. And he said it'd be a little bit better off to run a little bit behind God. So that way he can catch up when he needs to. Amen. And, 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 and right now I think there are people that are getting overzealous a little bit uh, and, and almost trying too hard. Amen. But, but I, I, think, I think we're to labor to enter into that rest yes. and be patient. And be ready and be prepared and be praying and be believing God. Therefore, brethren, be patient till the coming of the Lord. See how a farmer waits for the precious fruit of the earth, waiting patiently for it until it receives the early and the latter rain. You also be patient. Establish your hearts for the coming of the Lord is at hand. Hallelujah. It's close. But we need, to be, we need to be patiently going about doing the Father's business. Working on getting it right. Working on, you know, just, let's just get a little bit closer to the mountain. Let's just get a little bit closer to the mountain. Amen. And let me, let me say this. Uh, uh, and, and I agree with Wes. Uh, the boys was excellent Wednesday night. What they said and what they heard and what they paid attention to. Amen. Because uh, one thing that... that I'm watching and praying. There's a lot of young ministers that don't seem to have spiritual fathers. And, and maybe they came out of something that, that was no good. Now, now, see, I didn't have, I didn't have a place to... I, I went from being heathen in, in, in a tent revival to being saved. Amen. Hallelujah. And it just so happened that the pastor I was under, you know, the most important thing was the way the, you ladies dressed. 
and not wearing makeup. Amen. And keeping a bunch of rules. Amen. Seemed like it was, it was majoring on that. Well, uh, hallelujah. Uh, it, it wasn't for me to get caught up in that. Amen. And God, God spared me. I didn't even fully understand. I just knew God was talking to me. And, and, and praying and seeking God. And I was taking my steps to find my way. But there, there, there are some, uh, there's just a new generation. Amen. And I, I, I don't know if, they, if, if, if they're connected. See, the thing about me, I may be way back here looking at that mountain. But Dr. Jacobs is way up here. He's seeing it different than me. That's why I can listen to him and run things by him. And then Dr. Dufresne was way up here. And then Brother Hagen was way up here. Amen. And Smith Wigglesworth and all of them. Hallelujah. Amen. You, uh, the, the, John the Baptist sent his disciples to Jesus. And, and or Jesus. Yeah. And they said, uh, John sent us. Are you the Christ? Or should we look for another? John wants us to ask you. And Jesus said, you go. You go tell them. The blind see. The lame walk. And the death have life restored unto them. <laughs> you, you go tell them that. <laughs> Amen. And I want to tell you, Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And the latter state of the house is going to be greater than the former. And these things are going to come to pass. These things are going to be commonplace. But they're going to happen in a place where we're believing for them. Where we're praying for them. Where we're preparing for them. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He's the same. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen. And he's faithful. And he'll be faithful if you dare to believe him. Hallelujah. Well, I got excited and pushed a button again. Oh, that was about the rapture. One thing about it, I got one set of notes for the rapture. It, eight or 15 pages, but I should be able to find it. Hallelujah. Because I'm, I'm not quite done. Can y'all handle this a little bit more? All right. I think I got couple places to go uh, turn with me to Philippians chapter 4 verse 5 Philippians chapter 4 verse 5 and uh, Paul in this letter to the church at Philippi he said let your gentleness be known to all men the Lord is at hand. Or again, the Lord is coming. The Lord is coming. Be anxious for nothing. Don't be all tore up about this or all tore up about that. Amen. And again, we, we, we can't even begin to tell you if it happens this afternoon and you're washed in the blood and your eyes are on Him. Amen. Hallelujah. Your, your faith and trust is in Jesus. And and you're not ignoring him and you're not saying I'm not going to listen to the lordship of God I'm going to do my own thing you know I'm not, I'm not interested in prayer or any of that stuff I just want to be I want to be God you know but if he's your lord you don't have to you don't have to be afraid amen if you pray a good prayer with me at the end of this message you don't have to be concerned the bible says that we confess our sins he's even if you robbed a bank this morning he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness Amen. So if you know, it's going to be the greatest thing that ever happened. Amen. Hallelujah. Eye has not seen, nor ear heard, nor has it entered into the heart of man. The things that God has prepared for them that love Him. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. The most exciting thing that any of us could imagine. It's going to quadruple by 100 million. That. Amen. Hallelujah. You won't miss a thing. You won't miss a thing. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Let your gentleness be known to all men. The coming, uh, the Lord is at hand. 
Be anxious for nothing. Don't be upset. Don't be uptight. Now, some of us got to work on this. I mean, some people are just nervous. Amen. And you just need to let it go. Amen. Because his promises are yes and amen. And his word works. If you haven't listened to that message by Terry Mize, you need to go listen to it about the angels. Amen. Hallelujah. Because when you say, oh, dear God, I'm word sick. Amen. You're just putting the angels on hold. When you say, my God shall supply all my need according to his riches and glory, they're getting busy. Amen. Oh, I hurt so bad, I don't think I'm ever going to get healed. You've just set your angels down. But when you say, by stripes I'm healed, glory to God, then they're jumped up and they're working. Undercover. Amen. Hallelujah. You need to listen to those. I'm telling you. You need to listen to stuff that will build your faith. Amen. Finally, my brethren... Finally, my brother, whatsoever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there's any virtue and if there's anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. These things which you learned and received and heard and saw in me, these do, and the God of peace will be with you. And we're learning how to deal with this stuff. If I didn't know how to deal, to, to deal with this stuff, I'd be crazier than a hoot owl. Amen? Hallelujah. I'd... I'd Pulled my hair out. Amen. Because, you know, you can't believe the things that are coming upon this world. And the crazy stuff that's going on. But he said, he said, listen, believers, let your gentleness be known. Don't be anxious. Don't be nervous. Amen. Trust in God. Think about these things. Think about the promises of God. Think about what the Word says. And if you do, God's going to be with you. And everything's going to be all right. Now listen, uh, the Amplified says, Let all men know and perceive and recognize your unselfishness, your considerateness, your forbearing spirit. The Lord is near. He is coming soon. Amen. So, uh, in, in these times like this, we're gentle. Now, <sighs> gentle doesn't mean that you're a sissy. Amen. You know, I, I, you think about a, a racehorse, because I've been around racehorses a little bit and racing mules, and they're powerful. Every now and then you watch some of those fail compilations on, on, the, on YouTube and Facebook, and horses kicking people. <laughs> I mean, I'm telling you, accidental things that happen. To, a horse can kick a guy clean across this room and turn three or four somersets. Amen. I'm telling you, if a horse kicks you, you know, you, if you survive, you better thank God, because many people didn't survive. Because they're, they're, they're made to kick. Yeah. Amen. But listen, somebody can train that monster that's 2,000 pounds of muscle. They can train that to get it to, to race, to go around a track and, and put a little bitty jockey. Now, when those cowboys ride those, bull, ride those bronc and broncos, they got their legs out. You know, and they're really not supposed to lock on because if you want to win, you got to spur. You know, so you really can't lock on. But if it push comes to shove, and when you're riding a regular horse, when they get to jumping around, you can squeeze them. Anybody ever had to squeeze one? <laughs> I've done it lots of times. But now think about how gentle these thoroughbreds must be. Because they get a little old jockey. You know, ain't bigger than nothing. 100 pounds. They get that jockey up there, and they don't let them stirps down. They have them stirps right up here about even with the seat. You know, they ain't got their legs hung down there. Their legs, they're, 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 it's like they're standing on the seat, practically. Amen. And then they put them in a starting gate. And well, if you've never been around anybody putting a horse in a starting gate, they have to be really trained and tamed and calmed down because you got five or six, seven, eight other horses in there kicking and screaming and squealing, and they put you in there and then they slam those metal gates. I've been there, done that, rode mules at the Dare County Fair you know uh, hallelujah had a time too praise God had angels watching over me surely Gl glory to God but I'm saying being gentle takes nothing away from how strong and how powerful we are but we ain't crazy we're under control in the midst of all this because we know we know our strength is not within ourselves but it's in the power of God it's in the word of God amen Hallelujah. So let all men know and perceive and recognize your unselfishness, your considerateness, your forbearing spirit. The Lord is near. He is coming soon. Do not fret or have anxiety 
about anything. But in every circumstance, in everything by prayer and petition, uh, with definite requests and thanksgiving, continue to make your wants uh, known to God. Amen. Make your needs known to God. Amen. And, and listen, he said, this is what's serious. This is what's serious. You know, some, some of us good old Christians, you know, we're worry warts because grandma was a worry wart and great grandma was a worry wart and we've always been worry warts and we pace the floor and worry. If the kids are out and step not, I told Misty, I said, I have to, uh, I have to train myself and I have to adjust myself mentally. You know, it, it, Gideon's been home, so I got two that could, could come home. And I'm not really, 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 really at peace until they're home. Even though I know not to worry about it because they're way better kids than I was. And I survived. <laughs> Hallelujah. I made it somehow by the grace of God. God surely was watching. There was unfulfilled prophecy in my life for sure. But there's unfulfilled prophecy in their life for sure too. Amen. Uh, but uh, we, 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 we worry. We tore up about this and we tore up about that. How high this is, how high that is. And that's what our conversations are with one another, if you really be honest. How bad it is. How it's bad. It's really, it's really bad. You know. Hallelujah. And, uh, uh, but you let somebody have a little drinking problem or a little drug problem or a little some, uh, any, any other kind of problem. We just think that's awful. Dear God, it's horrible. They need to quit that stuff right out or, or uh, they don't know if they're Steve or Eve. <laughs> they don't know who to court. <laughs> Hallelujah. We think that's just awful. We think that's just pure. But he's getting really, really real right here. Listen, y'all. Listen, y'all. You've got to get a grip. You've got to get a grip on your worrying and your being fearful. And you're being tore up about everything. Just chill out. Just be patient. Glory to God. It's all, it's all going to be all right. He's God. Amen. In the end we win and he's not done yet. And, 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 and move towards a mountain. Move towards a mountain. Develop hearing. Amen. If you tune into hearing, amen, it'll get clearer and clearer and clearer. Amen. It, 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 it's a process. Amen. Make yourself love your spiritual breakfast. Make yourself get more excited about your spiritual breakfast than you are your natural breakfast and your lunch. Y'all understand what I'm saying? Work on these things and just be patient. Amen. Lord, fill me up so full. The Lord wants us to be a witness, but he don't want you to be a witness because we want Pastor Randy to think I'm spiritual. So I'm going to tell him, uh, you know, uh, that I did this and I did that. Amen. No, get close to God. Get close to God so that you're full of, so full of love for Him that when opportunity arises, automatically the overflow of your life is going to be how much you love Jesus and how good He is and how much He could help somebody. Amen. You know, that's going to help you. But if I'm here, well, I got sent down from headquarters. I got a witness to 15 people today. I got I to gotta, I gotta get rid of 15 magazines today. And uh, if I don't get rid of 15 magazines a day, I'm not going to make the quota and I'm not going to be pleased. And so I go to your house to get rid of this magazine. How much zeal and how much joy can I have? But if I'm walking hand in hand with the Lord of the Lord and King of Kings and I'm so full of life and so full of His goodness and so delivered and so blessed and so close to the mountain, praise God, hallelujah, how's that going to affect somebody? Amen. They're going to jump right in like, the, like you're the Pied Piper and follow you. That's how it's supposed to work. Yes. And it's, it, it's, it's working. It's working. I heard Terry Mize say it, and it, it just, it just kind of run through me like it was alive. He said, there's coming a time, you preachers who aren't giving up, who aren't playing. He said, there's coming a time when the people are going to come to you and say, preacher, we need to have church Sunday night. Amen, we need to, we need to do more. We, we're hungry. We're hungry. Amen, instead of being afraid, well, we're going to have church Sunday night and afraid, you know, everybody, well, I'm going to have to miss gun smoke. <laughs> I ain't doing it. <laughs> You never know what might happen. <laughs> Have I got any warriors? Amen. Amen. When God fills us up so full. He's good. He's coming again. He's coming, like Andrew said, for a glorious church. Not having wrinkles 
spot or blemish or any such thing, we love to go to the house of God. We love to pray. Amen. When you talk to us, Jesus is going to come up. Amen. Hallelujah. Like people from Kentucky that are Wildcat fans, if you talk very long, it's going to come up. <laughs> what about this recruiting class? Hallelujah. Amen. You get so full of Jesus, it's going to come up. Amen. <laughs> Glory to God. He's been so good to me. That's what he's looking for. And then that's not hard. That's not hard. That's not hard on you. Amen. It's easy. He said, take my yoke upon you, all you who are burdened down and heavy laden. Amen. My yoke is light, and my burden is light, and my yoke is easy. Learn of me, and you'll find rest. Amen. Whoo. Well, I about preached myself happy. Amen. Amen. But, but we're strong in the Lord. And, uh, you know, Jesus told us if somebody smites you on the cheek to turn the other cheek. Amen. And then, you know, if they smite you again, it don't say. Amen. And then, you know, uh, and there's some people that will push it too far. You can knock them out in love and then pray for them to revive, revive them and, 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 and minister to them. Amen. I mean, that's after you turn the other cheek. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. And give them fair warning. Tell them, I turned the other cheek right then in love. I showed you the love of Jesus. So if you want some more, go ahead. Yes. Amen. <laughs> if you want to see if I'm bluffing or not, go ahead. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. Lord, we just praise you. We just love you. We just love you. I believe, Lord, that the Seed of the word is being sown. Hallelujah. We're so thankful your mercy is brand new every day. And your grace is real. And it's the power to, to please you. And the blood is real and it has taken away all our sins. Glory to God. And we're clean because of the word you've spoken to us. And we ask you for your forgiveness for we've all sinned and we've all come short of your glory in different ways. But Lord, uh, it, it, it really does appear that we're running out of time and Lord we do love you and we believe you are the creator of heaven and earth and, and uh, we want to be found pleasing to you uh, we, we want to be the ones that have oil we, we want to be the ones that are faithful glory to God we want to be the ones that are diligent about seeking your kingdom and Lord so uh, we, we move towards you you said if we draw nigh unto you you'd draw nigh unto us so Right now, corporately, corporately, I believe it's the heart of the house. We move towards you. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord, to, to uh, be what you want us to be. Our faith is in you. Your mercies are brand new every day. Glory to God. And we can do all things so we can do this. Glory to God in the mighty, mighty, mighty name of Jesus we pray and everybody said amen and amen if you're listening in and you, and you don't know Jesus you know comment on that and I'll, I'll get back with you and, and talk to you and pray with you if you need that praise God I think everybody here is uh, saved I do want to pray for Gideon I want you to reach your hands this way come here son hallelujah we're so proud of of uh his decision to honor our country and uh, he's doing good making great progress going to do great things Father in the name of Jesus I thank you Lord God for, for Gideon thankful he got to be home with us thankful he got to be in church with us and help us uh we pray for him right now. He's going to be gone a while this time. We pray for him right now that your hand will be on him always. And that he'll always be mindful of you. Father, I pray that you work with him. Angels, you work with him. I pray that the next time we see him, he'll be so much closer to the mountain that, 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 that we just obviously know something's going on in his life. Because he's, he's found the most important thing. And that is your plan in your purpose I pray it will all be revealed to him and uh, I just speak a hedge of protection around him angels watch him and guide him and protect him hallelujah glory to God show him show the things that would be your will 
for him to pursue and then bless him as he puts his hands to those endeavor. Glory to God. We're just so thankful. We're so thankful for the, you, you who begun a good work in us is faithful to complete it till the end. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. So be it. So be it. Glory to God. Whew, I feel like we've been to church. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, I guess we will see you Wednesday night. Amen. You're dismissed.